Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. Good morning. I hope that you are having a great beginning to 2024. I'm looking out my window and we have a white carpet outside. As far as I can see, it's pretty much covered with snow. I hope that you, if you wanted some snow, I I hope you got a little bit of snow. It reminds me of God's greatness and of his purity. And in a couple of hours, we're going to have some children come over and try to sled. I think it's going to be successful because we really have a treacherous, slick, aspect to our snow out there. It, it it has a layer of ice beneath it, and so I think that we are going to have some very, very cold fun. I hope that you are enjoying chapter five, the comforter, friend aspect of David and the Christ, and I want us to just quickly go to Deuteronomy 32 verse four as we're talking this morning. And I believe that it just occurred to me as we were studying that verse from the Apologetics Press article, Did God Send an Evil Spirit Upon Saul? And that verse was referenced in that article that we read together. And as I looked at that verse, it occurred to me that that is just a succinct description of the essence of God's character. It is described in that verse to a T. And yet, it's hard to use the words to a T when you're talking about something as huge and magnificent, glorious, completely perfect as our God. But I believe it's summed up in verse 4 of Deuteronomy 32. I just want us to look really quickly at that description. It says, He is the rock. His work is perfect, for all His ways are judgment. He is a God of truth or faithfulness and without iniquity just and right is he that's the reading from the king james version if you're looking at the new king james version there's a little bit of difference there it says he is the rock his work is perfect for all his ways are justice a god of truth and without any injustice Righteous and upright is he. Just wanted to do a little word study from that verse this morning. He's the rock that is a boulder that is a refuge. He is our refuge boulder in this life. He is perfect. And that word does mean that his deeds, his deeds are perfect. His work is perfect. It does mean there that they are without blemish. Everything that he does is completely flawless. And then it says, for all his ways are justice. That is that they are completely right with rectitude. All of his ways. He gets it right every single time. And I think about in our country today, we have so many judges who are getting it wrong, who are misapplying the law and who live to regret that but he is the judge over those judges he is the judge of the judges 
and they will all appear before him, and he gets it right every single time. He is a God of truth, that is firm fidelity, faithfulness. You can count on what he promises, what he says. He is without injustice, that is without any inherent wickedness, inherent or not inherent. He has no wickedness, no moral evil. He cannot be tempted. Righteous and upright is he. Righteous just means there he does right. I I thought the righteous there was interesting um, that it's when the definition is he does right. I thought about um, Genesis when Abraham was talking to God, Genesis 18, 19 there, he was talking to God about the destruction of Sodom. And he said, if I find this many, if I find this many, if I find this many righteous people, will you um, not destroy it? And he said, shall not the judge of the all the earth do right? That's Genesis 18, verse 24. And I looked up that word, and the word right there is a little... Um, it's a different word, but that the word that is used here for righteous in Deuteronomy 32.4 is used twice in that passage referencing God in Genesis chapter 18. Let's look at that verse real quickly. And he says, Peradventure there be 50 righteous within the city. Will you also destroy and spare the place for the 50 righteous that are therein? And then in verse 25, he says, That is far from you to do after this manner, to slay the righteous with the wicked, and that the righteous should be as the wicked. That is the word twice used there that is also used in Deuteronomy 32, verse 4, to describe God. Are you also going to destroy those people who are doing right? with the wicked. God always does right. He is the essence of righteousness. And then the verse ends with righteous and upright is he. That word upright means straight up. God is always straight up with us. We don't have to worry that he's trying to trick us or that he's trying to tempt us. He cannot, um, cannot be tempted, neither tempts he any man. That verse is just a powerful, succinct description of the very nature of God. And there are a lot of other things in the article that we read, but when we read that passage, if we believe that that is the essence of God, we we understand more fully that God did not um, send purposely um, an evil spirit upon Saul in the sense that he made him be a wicked man. God did not make Saul be a wicked man. And if you read that entire article, you will um, you will understand exactly what, in other cases and in other passages in the Bible, what God sending something often means he allowed that thing to be, to occur rather than that he caused it to occur. That evil spirit that Saul had, and if you read the entire article, you'll get it. Um, it could have been 
born of, of course, his own bad attitude. And in that sense, it was deserved punishment rather than God causing the sinful attitude that Saul had. All right, I hope you have a great day, and I hope you're enjoying this chapter as I am. Have a good one.